Merry Christmas and welcome to Pineapple Juice. This is the podcast where we each bring a part of a story idea and we look at the mangled goat monster they make together and try to sort something of a narrative out of it. And this, speaking of goats, is our Christmas special. Figure out the connection between goats and Christmas. I'm working on right that. in the comments. Uh, I don't... Ho, 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 ho! Uh, it's me, Santa! Tell me, who are you three who are the uh, hosts of this podcast? Yeah, Peter... Oh, gosh, I hate this. We're gonna... <laughs> well, we I'm Fletcher. Ourselves. No, I, I really like this idea. <laughs> I just... I'm Jacob. I, uh, ho, ho! I'm Peter! Ho, 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 ho. Guys, I figured out the connection between goats and Christmas. What's the connection? The connection is, if you, there's, there's, there, there's that new Thor Love and Thunder movie, which has a lot of problems, but I thought it was very funny. There's a bit where there are goats, screaming goats, which is a joke that's about five years out of date, but for some stupid reason still made me laugh. Goats were pulling a boat. What else pulls object of transportation? Reindeer pulls sleigh. Santa. Christmas. Boom. Did it. Okay. Very smart. Not the answer we were looking for. I would be Fortunately, so the correct surprised answer was if that, that was neither, the neither is Val Kilmer. Um, however, I really like that <laughs> as a secondary answer. <laughs> what is the connection between goats and Christmas? What the flip does Val Kilmer have to do with this? Yeah, neither of them are Val Kilmer. <laughs> I guess that's true. Does Val Kilmer, like, is he the same? There's a lot of things that, that aren't Val Kilmer. Wait, isn't this Val Kilmer the Violet Knight? No, just Christmas and Christmas. No, no that, that's, uh, that's David Orban. Ah, man. That's the David Orban. Val Kilmer was Batman, and he oh, right. was in both Top Guns. Oh. He was, in the first wow, Top was Gun, way he off. was young and spry. In the second Top Gun, he was old and die. Because... <laughs> that's so mean. <moved. laughs> well, I mean, listen, okay? Spoilers, Peter. It's not a spoiler, it's just a part of the movie you may or may not have known, okay? It's different. You know, this intro has been pretty on brand for us, especially considering we took a couple weeks off and then came back, and it's just been an absolute mess from the second we started. It's been very rusty. Like, it just feels yeah. like the wheels are trying to turn, but, like, the rust has corroded the gears to the point that functionality... We're just having normal conversations low, now. Uh, yeah, it's it's not yeah. looking good. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like Jacob said, Christmas is upon us, and other holidays insert them here. New Year's. But finally, Hanukkah. we can get into the real meat and potatoes of what this season is all about. Kwanzaa. Pineapple juice and our podcast. <laughs> okay, for today's I can't think of any question, others. I nope. was originally gonna go with the discussion question i've had for two months now uh that we kept pushing off because it wasn't my turn or there was some other week where something came up um oh, but yeah. instead i think we should have something Christmassy. so i'm gonna re back pocket <laughs> so we're pushing it off more <laughs> <laughs> I, I seriously think about oh i wonder what fletcher and peter's answers to the question will be and my expectations have gotten so high that i'll inevitably be disappointed i'm so interested um, in that question now i didn't know you were holding on to it for months I, well, I, I guess I didn't realize how long it was. Pretty slow recording lately. Oh, that's true. But okay. I came up with it like right after the last question I asked, and then we, you know, kept waiting. Anyway, <laughs> oh, the yeah. question I am going to ask huh. is to throw us back to our childhood, or maybe not our childhood, maybe more recent mm. times, and and ask, what's your favorite Christmas special and/or movie? What do you want to watch when you're in a Christmas mm. Eve? Okay, so yesterday Independence me, Day. 
and my family. Uh, we I'm gonna ignore that one because that's not Christmas at all, you jackass. That's literally the fourth <laughs> Dude, of July. Dude, it took you so long to react. Because I was trying you to ignore it, but then like, I thought you know about what? it a little bit, and I just couldn't like just let that slide. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Back on track. Oh, <laughs> so me and my family were decorating our Christmas tree yesterday. Uh, and yesterday was the week, the, 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 the day of, bef- the, the week before Christmas was the day that that occurred. And we're like setting up our tree. In our family, we have a lot of family like, um, like traditions, right? And most of them are not special, nor are they traditions. Uh, we make the tree, we eat from a charcuterie board. We, uh, we don't make the tree. We, we decorate the tree. And then we, uh, it's not like a Lego. <laughs> it's, it's a, a tree, tree from scratch. Tree from scratch. You make the tree from charcuterie? We make the tree from charcuterie. Ooh. That would be, oh my gosh. Can you imagine like a charcuterie board? Tree. Like, but it is a Christmas tree and you like eat food off yeah. the layers of the Christmas tree. You basically tree. got like a giant pretzel stick as the trunk and then I don't know what green meat or cheese is at all edible. I'd I mean, Matt Pat famously proved you can eat every part of a Christmas well, tree. Well, I mean, well, sure, it's a you tree. can, you can but whether you should it, yeah. or not is a completely different question. Oh, no, whether you'd you enjoy not. it you or not is a completely not. different question. Yeah, I don't know if I would enjoy it. I mean, like, it's so. Well, the sap, you could make, like, a sap thing. Like, spread. A spread? <laughs> like, a sap spread on your crackers and stuff. Imagine jellying tree sap. Jellying? Jellying. Jellifying. I'm imagining it working like a jelly. I can imagine it, and I think or that a I jam. Would well, frankly, that's just like Perhaps. like a thick syrup, right? I still want to know what your favorite. I mean, syrup is, is basically just <laughs> okay. Sap you're right. From a maple so, tree. Christmas. What we do oh, is yeah. we watch. We while we're decorating our tree, we and our family watch some Christmas movies, some classics in our family, such as um, Elf. Christmas Vacation and Polar Express. And I gotta say, I love all three of them probably equally because they're all so good, but just in totally different ways. They like, they scratch a different Christmas itch. Um, but I'm not gonna talk about the first two. I'm gonna talk about Polar Express because, look, it gets such a bad rap because of like the animation. First of all, the animation is like, 15 plus years old at this point like yeah it's gonna be a little jank but for the most part like it actually still looks really good like all the train sequences no are i'll agree it's it's pretty solid except for the eyes the okay eyes everyone says it okay. yes i think I, it all i, I see it fine. too i don't care that much about it's the not eyes. honestly i think people make a mountain out of a molehill it's not that bad they really aren't that bad some scenes yes but most of it no it's also unironically one of the hypest christmas movies of all time like the scene now this is like a whole like sequence of scenes um but when it takes from the moment when the main character finds like the girl's ticket and he has to try and return it and he climbs onto the top of the roof of the train and then like he's meeting the hobo and then the hobo is like tom hanks and he's like hey i'm a santa claus hater and then he like ends up like (laughs) leaving him and then he tries to wake himself up and then the guy comes back and then they go on the whole sequence uh on like the uh like the ice skates not the ice skates the skis and just the from the skis 
to the, and then the like, and then the crazy like wooden roller coaster to oh drifting my gosh. on ice. It's amazing. That wooden roller coaster. It's pretty kick ass. It's 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 not just like oh it feels like a roller coaster. Like it's so like kinetic. Like you really feel the like the speed the train's going. And then the ice scene, holy crap. That is straight up one of the most exciting scenes I've ever seen in a movie. Like, it's the the <laughs> soundtracks just just going off, and you've got right, left, right, left, and just and then there's like I pulling all the levers. It's and like just so like leaning out the window, just like leaning a, like a back trucker. and forth, and the, the ice is breaking behind them, and the train's going so fast on the ice, and it's so exciting, like. And then the Christmas vibes, <laughs> so good. I love it. Gets such a bad rep. But truthfully, honestly, one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. And if you are, are, are in the audience and you're like, Oh, but Peter, it's like, oh, it's so it's so weird, the eyes. Shut up. Watch the movie again. Outside of some yeah. dated animation, Dude. the shot direction, like the actual, the way that the movie is shot and everything, it's so exciting. Nothing about the movie outside of animation is is bad it, it's so well put together outside of data animation, animation that it deserves really so does. much credit it deserves so much more credit i will i will stop talking about it now that's but that, that's that's yeah, that's it's one my of those ones where thing. you either love it or hate it it but it shouldn't and be i think it, all of us here kind of love it i, I think as i think you were, so. in as spite you were of the fact that the eyes creep me out but you were doing it with so much energy, like both of you, and and I was just imagining one of those like animatics people make for podcasts, right? <laughs> where, where it's the podcast, dude. Yeah, they've animated it, and then I realized the animatic for that already exists. Yeah, it would just that be scene right, left, <laughs> right, left, left, right, right, left. And then somehow How about you it ends it? up right in the middle. Oh. So I was only I wasn't even really being sarcastic when I said Independence Day. Honestly, that was what like you, But what do you mean by that? What I mean by that is Independence Day is one of my all-time favorite movies, partly for nostal partly for nostalgic reasons, and any time there's a holiday, I want to watch that movie. It's like Wait, so it is You would watch it for any time. I would legitimately watch Independence Day for Christmas. That now that so, I've said it, I probably will. That's so out of left <laughs> the very, field. The very real Christmassy answer. It's so the very out of real left Christmassy field answer, for though. anybody but you, Fletcher. I love that movie. That is one of my favorites of all time. It is the greatest alien invasion movie. Probably the greatest alien invasion story ever made. Second, Today, maybe, we'll to the original War of the Worlds. As Christmas too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean this seriously, is I love our that Christmas movie. Day. You guys suck. Yes, <laughs> but I mean, you gave like the, the very real Christmas answer, answer though. But it's real. I I really, I watch that movie most holidays. Realistically, that's that's, and it's I not even like it's a holiday thing. It's just like I'm sitting down, I'm like it's a holiday. I want to watch. What movie do I want? I want to watch Independence Day. That's usually how it goes. All right. I mean, um, we can't stop. But also, guess. like, the very real Christmassy answer is It's a Wonderful Life. That is the movie my mom and I would sit oh, down yes. and watch every year for Christmas, at least once or twice during the, the, the winter season. It is a classic. It is beautiful in every respect of the world. And it's funny, too. Like, it goes from funny to, like, 
sad and just a bummer to happy and amazing. It is, it is such a good movie. That's awesome. It's really good. I, I gotta give you that. I it's it's such a it's such a heartfelt tale of of how much one man uh, his one 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 man's it's it's a oh, okay. It, it's really good. <laughs> it is it is such an uplifting story <laughs> where it it's just trying to get across that idea that even when he thinks he's like worthless and that he hasn't accomplished anything with his life, which is a very relatable sentiment, even though I don't think we're really old enough to hit that point yet. But like, no, I feel that way. <laughs> as a general rule, it's like, man, starting to get up there. Haven't done a lot of the things I wanted to do yet. I still got a lot of time to do them. But that movie just always hits like a truck, no matter how many times I've seen it, in like a good way. Oh, no, that is that is my Christmas tradition movie outside of Independence Day, which is an every holiday tradition movie. That's a beautiful response. But if if you, dear listener, like Fletcher, want to spend your Christmas feeling uh, independency, want to have maybe some alien invasions, then you should go listen or re-listen to one of our earlier episodes, Pirates vs. Robots, <laughs> Independence Day. Yes! That is how all the cool people celebrate their Christmas. That's a, that's a plug. Pirates vs. Robots. Heck yeah. You know, I legitimately might at this point. That'd be really funny. Listen to that episode and then watch Independence Day. Yes. A new Christmas tradition for your family. <laughs> Listen to our <laughs> podcast episode about Independence Day and then watch Independence Day. A new tradition. I will tradition. be 45 years old. I will sit my twin boys and my one daughter down on the couch and I'll go, okay, children. We're gonna stare at the wall while we listen to this podcast. Yeah, for the next it's effective. And then once like that's we're done, back we're time. gonna watch a movie. Yeah, it's like so well, the boys outside of the outside of watching the movie part. It's like we're effectively creating a tradition of what people would do with a radio, which is kind of just sit there, stare blankly into the distance, and chuckle while the radio sounds funny. Oh my gosh, you know, if dude! We set up hold a on, a Twitch. A Twitch channel. A good we point. can live stream that episode like on Christmas Day, so people could do a live listen. <laughs> We're not even gonna listen. <laughs> it's to just that. the like, three of us here. plus like one. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'll be the only one doing that then, because I will do that. I yeah. I think maybe now maybe that I will. Fletcher. Actually, I'll probably have the day off. Fletcher, on Christmas Day, you better not be working on Christmas Day. I gotta grind. What can I say? All right, you crazy son of a gun. Fletcher has talked about his Christmas stories. I have talked about my Christmas stories. That leaves us to go into our next segment of the show, which is oh, the oh, main no. story portion. No. Oh, wait. No, no, wait, no. we're just going to... Are we... It's okay, Jacob. Are we you got to ask the question. Anybody? You yeah, yeah you answer. asked the question, Jacob. I, I feel pretty confident that you already kind of, like, asked the question, and you kind of had that yeah, spot. so I get to go. Well, I... Okay. Uh, no, in no, the spirit necessary. of Christmas, I guess. In the spirit okay. of independence, we'll allow you to exercise your right to speak. Yes, in the spirit uh-huh. of independence. <laughs> see what Correct. I did there? I, I see you. <laughs> <laughs> the the first pineapple juice amendment, Jacob. <laughs> but only Jacob. Those he has the it, right yes. to shut either of us down because we do too much talking already. Yes, indeed. 
so I actually have made a list of I think it's 13 Christmas specials I want to watch this season and the order I want to watch them in and I'll I'll post that to the Instagram in case it interests anyone and all my favorites are on there but my absolute favorite Christmas special is very on brand for me it is the 2010 Doctor Who Christmas special A Christmas Carol it is (laughs) like many things that exist a reinterpretation of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, but I think it's one of the most clever ones that exists because it takes the time travel premise of Doctor Who and does the most interesting thing it could have done to A Christmas Carol. Was this it's the one beautiful. with the uh, It makes me feel happy and Christmassy. The... I love Was it. Was this the one with the ghosts and they actually meet Dickens? No, 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 no. That is uh, an episode for 2005. Um, this oh, is where the right. 11th Doctor has to like get a cranky old man named Kazrian Sardik uh, to use his technology to help a ship a ship with amy and rory on it land safely and he becomes the ghost of christmas past present and future for this that was a cool episode i forgot all about that it is so good i love it it makes me feel christmassy so so good show indeed my boy i am british (laughs) in the spirit of also um the actor who plays kazan sardik is the guy who plays um dumbledore in the harry potter movies who i want to say is michael gambin Imagine Dumbledore playing... Oh, wait, hold on, that kind of works. Oh, yeah, yeah, that... that huh? I mean, just find crotchety old man, and that works for any crotchety old man. <laughs> as long as they're yes, British right. and crotchety, that they can play Scrooge. That's that's all the requirements. It's a good point. Yeah. Or they're, or a, they're duck. a duck. And then... Or they're a duck. Ducktails! So, it's a so duck now that Jacob. So now that Jacob has had a chance to speak... Shall we get into it? Twenty minutes into the episode, has had a chance to speak. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, looks like that sound. Every time I I forget how busy, not even how busy that street is. It's just the people who drive on that road. It's either like lifted trucks with no muffler, or like motorcycles who are running. It's so loud. Like so loud. Like that's the only two options. Yeah. Okay, so the character I brought this week is a human dentist who desperately wants to be one of Santa's elves. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Okay, okay. I see you. I want to be a dentist. (laughs) This is... Exactly. I I want to oh, be an elf. Lord. Okay. All right, Peter. What you got? So Peter. Yeah. What's our plot? Uh huh. So Peter. I think the setting should go. What's first. our plot? No, no, no. Jacob Fletcher. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> so Jacob. No, what's I our need plot? to go last. Yeah, Jacob. So Peter. Okay. Okay. What's our plot? Okay. Clearly, I'm being strong-armed to going second when I was under the impression I was going third. Nope. Peter, okay. what's our plot? So, Fletcher, do you even have a setting? Yes, I do. Okay. Well, I have a plot. <laughs> if you don't believe me, well, I'll tell you a thing or do two. Do you actually okay. have a plot? I have a plot. <laughs> it's a little loose, but I thought about it and... Here it is. All right, ready? Uh, it's kind of a plot. <laughs> Give me a sec. <laughs> Peter, what's our plot? Oh, no. Uh, 
so the plot of this is to save Christmas, they need to destroy this timeline. Oh my god. <laughs> what? <laughs> I kind of love it. To save, <laughs> they have to destroy the timeline? This timeline. This timeline. But sure, yeah. The timeline. <laughs> okay, depending on Fletcher's setting, I actually think I have a great idea for mashing that character in that plot. <laughs> so... The funny thing is, before I remembered that this was a Christmas-themed thing, I was going to bring the setting of a uh, skyscraper that's on fire. But we're not doing that. (laughs) I'm saving that one for later. The one we are going to do is... And I I said that because it's funny how it led into the real one we're doing. But the real one we're doing is the burned-out ruins of a castle in the frozen tundra somewhere. Okay. Okay, that, that's definitely a location. That's good. Okay, so I kind of have kind of a pitch okay. for how this okay. would go. It's a based on Peter's timeline. alternate timeline idea. So this isn't just any old American dentist that wants to be an elf. This is an alternate universe version of the elf <laughs> who wants to be a dentist from Rudolph. <laughs> and this is a timeline where everything went wa- wrong. And he finds out about this other timeline where he helped Rudolph save the day. But this is a timeline where that never happened. And it has to be destroyed because this reality is actually much worse. Okay, I am completely on board with this guy being an alternate dimension claymation character version of the elf from Rudolph who wants to become a dentist. I'm, I'm down for that too. Like, but can he be the I'm only so... claymation? Holy one in this crap, movie? guys! You realize like in... this means that for the first time in Pineapple Juice history, we can actually start talking about characters that were in another IP. Wait, what? Oh, that's like a good... we never specifically Cornelius, Yukon Cornelius. Oh my gosh! Hold and, on, anybody? That's the freaking guy. Oh. That's the main man from Rudolph. Yeah, no, and I, I just looked up because I forgot the elf's name. The elf's okay, name is Okay, great. We should call him Dermy because dermatologist. Dermy. He's, no, but he's not. He's trying to be a dentist. Quit the castle. <laughs> dermatologist. <laughs> you were so close. You could have said Dermy because of dentist <laughs> and gone with the alliteration. But no, you went Dermy <laughs> because he's a dermatologist. <laughs> he's not a dermatologist. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh man! Okay. <laughs> Could the ruined castle just be Santa's workshop? No, is that too far I think it has picture? to be. But the question well, hold is, on. no, 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 no. This, who destroyed this definitely it? Could be this, like the ruined castle, or this is why they have to save Christmas. Christmas is destroyed. It's been dead, as evidenced by the yeah. destroyed ruins of Santa's workshop castle. Oh my gosh, you're right. And and Hermie. Wants to be an elf. And then he gets there and realizes, oh, the North Pole is just dead. Everything's done. Santa's gone. Here's the thing, though. If he's an adult dentist, right, maybe Christmas was ruined like 20-some years ago, right? Because now Hermie's an adult. And Christmas was this thing that happened when he was a kid. And so he has this idea that if he were just an elf, he could have oh, he could yes. fix everything and Christmas would be a thing again. And he gets to the North Pole and he finds out it's too late, but in this alternate timeline where he was in fact an Okay. Elf, okay, okay. Were I got I got some ideas, I gotta throw them out here real quick. First of all, I think twenty years ago. This guy wouldn't Rudolph... know who Rudolph is. There would no, no, be no, no. Here, no Rudolph hear me who out. knows reindeer song for him. No! Listen! 
listen. There is. You have to hear me out. Fletcher, stop! Fletcher! I'm sorry. I have genius. <laughs> I, 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 I just, guys, listen. Listen up and listen good, okay? 20 years ago, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer snapped, and he wiped everybody out in the North Pole. And the Rudolph what? the Red-Nosed Reindeer song is a warning. Every Christmas, he what? controls the skies and it rains hellfire. Two things. First of all, Violent Night. Still haven't seen it, but this is what made me think. The other thing, you ever... Okay, I think I've shown you the Futurama episodes, the Christmas special ones, <laughs> yes. where Santa, like... Somebody oh, made yeah. a ro like somebody made a robotic Santa at some point to like deliver cr uh, presents to the nice kids and naughty kids, but they screwed up his programming, and so now there's this evil robot Santa that assumed that whose whose standards are way too high and everybody's naughty, and he because it's Futurama he is a rampaging maniac and everybody boards up their windows at night so that Santa doesn't kill him, <laughs> like it's that but Rudolph. Yes. So you effectively have. I am so on board. For and this. then you this have is becoming this, a horror movie. This kid who, as a kid, like his parents or his family was wiped out, and he oh my has gosh. this fear that, and he has this like almost hero's complex because he's like, if only I was there, an elf, I could have stopped this. So. He maybe has like dreams from the other universe. Yeah, it almost like right. he. Oh this my perception. god, and, dude! Okay, my second. You you guys have to understand. This is a disconnected thought, but this is all tying together. The Yukon Cornelius of this universe, this timeline, needs to become the Santa in the main timeline. Oh, oh, because Santa's yes. dead. Yes. Oh. So somehow oh, this. Dude. Dentist wants to become an elf. Ooh. He needs to meet up with this, like, I don't know, freedom fighter, Yukon Cornelius. And then Yukon Cornelius becomes down. Santa. He's just a hunter. He's just a hunter oh, trying shit. to hunt down oh, no. the greatest prey. No, we kind of did Freaking that already. Rudolph. We gotta. We, we can't do greatest prey again so so soon. Okay, maybe not like but, the, but okay, like, like the we, greatest prey version we did was very. Different. It is a very different kind of thing. This, this is, is a like reindeer, this is the reindeer right? that goes around and murders everybody. He's trying to hunt it to save lives. Oh my gosh! Yes, no, you're right. He you and he's a hunter. Like, that's what he does. That's his trade. Could it be that Rudolph, maybe instead of being just like a cold bloody killer, has lost control of his power somehow? Like his nose comes with a lot of abilities that. You have this red control. nose, but it comes at like a terrible Superman price. Superman without a limiter? I mean, like, like I don't know. I just, I just imagine I he got like sick of the bullying. Rudolph <laughs> evil is edge for the sake of edginess. Like I just can't imagine. Okay, little but reindeer yes, evil. okay. So I totally can. He gets so mm. bullied, right? And like he, well, he, if he doesn't have his friend Herm. To help him yeah, get he doesn't. It. He doesn't have. Maybe he never joined Santa's elf, team in the first place. Yeah, he was off in the wilderness by Maybe himself. Don't becoming, come to school. <laughs> he was becoming feral and savage in the wilderness, and then he swept through the North Pole and just cleaned the place out when he was an adult. Th um, okay, think about it like this: if we're taking like this dark fair, spin, actually. yeah, like what? Fletcher, like if we take this dark spin on Rudolph. Rudolph goes out he in the no woods, friends. and he doesn't have He's his elf. He doesn't have everything in the forest. But who is out there that he mm. could meet? The abominable snowman. Oh my gosh! <laughs> he gets trained Dude, by the abominable. Can you imagine snowman. this like dark like legion of like this? this, this like uh, you have you have almost like the emperor, which mm. is the abominable snowman, and then his Darth Vader, which is Rudolph. 
doing his oh my dark gosh. bidding, his evil Christmas bidding. Did you? By the way, did you guys ever see the sequel, like Rudolph and the Christmas Baby, or the New Year's Baby, or whatever I it was called? I think I have. Like, like a if sequel to the claymation so old timey movie. Yeah, yeah. They made a sequel. The, it's a New Year's movie. The, it, it is a sequel. It's not as good, but it's good. It, it is I, good. I never um, But the relevant that. detail is that Father Time exists in this universe. Oh. So I don't mean to, like, jump on a whole oh. different train. But if we're trying to destroy Oh, my gosh. They have to kill Father, Father Time? time? No, Holy no. cow. Guys, this is the guys, most okay. thing we've ever guys, come up with. Guys, I came into this absolutely convinced we were going to make a fun wholesome hallmark worthy <laughs> christmas movie and this is turned into the like this is turned into a horror movie rudolph the blood-soaked Straight- oh my Dude, god that's so good oh my god rudolph the blood-soaked his his red nose is man we really came out swinging today we did holy cow okay 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 we gotta back up a little bit here we're getting ahead of ourselves Let's pump the brakes on this story car, and let's let's kind of assess. I don't, there are no brakes on this story. The story car. Slay. This is <laughs> this is off the rails, down the hill, across the okay, lake, and into so the house. Let's not pump the brakes then, to but let's a, let's house. let's give this sleigh a direction. <laughs> oh let's God. give this sleigh a direction here. So we've got we've got a lot of beats here. We've got a lot of things that we want to try to accomplish. Yeah, we gotta but reel it in a little bit. And, exactly, we've got a killer pitch, but. We've got to make this go okay. from just like an idea to like nice. a a real a real thing. So let's go back to our main character Hermes, and let's kind of talk. Let's work with Hermes, and then kind of let's work on the characters, and then kind of build out the plot from there. All right. Yeah. So we also got, we got just the for, the dentist that wants to be an elf. We got the abominable snowman. We got Rudolph. Everybody that is Santa or would have been related to Santa is dead. We're assuming. Definitely. Yeah. I think like I Santa's think, dead, Mrs. Claus is dead, all the elves are dead, except maybe like a couple of them that managed to escape. Or Yeah, because Hermie needs to Or did out maybe what maybe um in the ruins of the North Maybe there's Pole, like one old elf that survived and is like quietly living in the ruins trying to rebuild some semblance of the workshop. Well, you know what? We're also assuming that this okay, this is another timeline, right? And Rudolph went nuts. Rudolph doesn't just go crazy because he's being bullied. Rudolph goes crazy because it's like relentless from everyone. If if in this world Santa is also a part of the problem, right? Like he's this jolly mm. old elf across the land, but in reality he's almost like he's a menace in his home turf. Working conditions are poor. <laughs> he conditions the poor. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and so that this Santa's a menace, and and in a way, the way that the abominable snowman sells it to to. To uh to to ra- to reindeer boy Rudolph. whatever <laughs> Rudolph, uh, is like Rudolph. you're doing <laughs> reindeer you're boy you're doing the world a service like like taking him out. Okay, I just got a we very clear actually... image of that 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 Bambi joke with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> he's gonna pay dearly, dearly. Like like that's what I got. Except <laughs> he's got the red nose. <laughs> yeah. And he's like got yeah. blood splattered but all over. But this still needs to be claimation. No, one hundred percent, it's claimation. <laughs> it's the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. But so I, I think. Oh, dude, what... claymation gore. Ugh. What if Ugh. in this world the elves aren't like wiped out? The elves turn on like basically you cut off the head, 
which is you kill Santa, Wait. and then the elves like turn on with, with like no, they're not necessarily turn. So on, now they, Rudolph's got an army of yes. elves that he uses to wreak. Oh my! Holy oh. To, to not Wait wreak havoc to to enact justice. Because is it enough to just bring enact coal justice. to the good boys and girls? Where's the justice? For all the oh, abused no. out there. That is the motivation. So, oh, so they cancel. No. So now they're like vigilantes? T- but No, they are the bad brutal? guys, but that's their motivation. Timeline. Timeline here. They cancel Christmas <coughs> the year the, the events of Rudolph would happen because no Rudolph can guide the sleigh. Rudolph's in the wilderness for like 10 years or something, right? So Christmas is still going. But once like one year has been skipped, the weakness is in the air, right? The, the sharks can smell oh, yeah. the blood in the water, right? And so so the sort of morale of elves is starting to be closed down. Like, they put in so much work that year, it's pretty unappreciated, and Christmas didn't even happen, right? So then this Rudolph comes back to go on this, like, murderous Rudolph spirit. No, no, justice. It's justice. And there's, like, a, yeah, and he doesn't just take out Santa, but he, like, incites this elven civil war, because some of the elves are like, actually, we should side with this beast what's Santa ever done for us, and maybe some of them are, are loyalists. We need right? to unionize! The loyalist elves... <laughs> yeah, the loyalist elves are wiped out for the most part. I'm gonna get to that, because I want to do something with I that. I agree. Uh, but, so now evil evil Rudolph has a band of elves, and abominable snowmen, and misfit toys, and all sorts of things. And they're gonna go to war on the people who have benefited from Christmas, which is like america and the, the west <laughs> the western yes. world as we the know west. it yeah um other people they have I, I wish i remembered what the other santas across the world were named like those guys they're cool santa was the the hard one right those coca-cola sponsorships really <laughs> he became uh, too corporate oof. he became too but, greedy but maybe there's like an elven oracle who was on the loyalist side who's left behind alive in the ruins of santa's workshop and the elven or- oracle who can see through the timelines tells Hermie where everything went wrong and why it went wrong and how in this universe because he was a dentist instead of an elf <laughs> when he was 10 years old <laughs> things didn't work out i have um only one gripe with this and so then that launches Hermie on this quest for father time anyway yes my, my only gripe with this so far i i love this i am so down for this my only gripe is i don't think the oracle would live if there's an oracle that's on the side of the loyalists rudolph being the vicious one that he is now with motivation but still vicious would either kill the oracle or force the oracle to work for him that's my thought now, could someone could be left had behind with who a, escaped? Like somebody that's left behind who had a message from the Oracle or was told something by the Oracle and managed to escape and survive and then came okay. back and is living in the ruins. So, like, the message, it's just got to get there second-handed. Okay, so there's there's a messenger left behind. Maybe Rudolph has the Oracle and is using this, like, Maleficent's magic mirror, right, to figure out who could stop me, what are all the possibilities, right? Rudolph is like, how can I stay on top? How can my invasion go well? And he starts to see these glimpses from the Oracle of Hermie, the only person who okay, can wait, stop Okay, wait, I want to make some... By destroying dead, dead. the timeline. I've got some thoughts. I've this got some dead, thoughts about the Oracle. So, I, I think... Yeah. Okay, so leaning into this idea, I think Rudolph believes he is doing the right thing. I think he thinks he is okay. not he, he is for him and best way to make justice. a good villain. Yeah. Right. He is this is for him his yeah. justice cuz as a kid he didn't receive justice and then 
he was in, he was inspired mm. by by his master, the abominable snowman, to enact. Well, and he's also the leader of these misfit toys. Yes, who exactly. Are abandoned by this Rudolph too. is the justice. the misfit toys are like his crack elite squad, and the elves are like the foot soldiers. Yes, totally. But so, it's I don't think he's looking to see who's going to dethrone him. I think he doesn't even have an oracle. What he has is the naughty or nice list, and what he uses Ooh, that the magical for, piece of paper that automatically updates with names and whether they're nice or not. Exactly, but he's yeah. altered it. He's altered the text. So it's not about who is naughty or nice, but who needs justice or not. And so oh. he's looking for the unjust people to, on Christmas Day, spread his justice across the world. Holy right? Interesting. So basically, like, Rudolph's coming in, dive-bombing a house, killing some people, and then moving on to the next one. Yeah. The well, angel of yeah, death yeah, it's a, it's... passes over. <laughs> no! No! So, no. yeah. It, he's enacting no. his justice because in this cold, cold, cruel no. world, right, where no. the big man stomps on the little, he is fighting for the people. And guess what? The people, I think the people love it. This right? is so ridiculous. I think the people love what Rudolph is I doing because suddenly, people. like, they are getting it. They, there's the, he is the people's champion, right? Like all of these monopolies have been torn down. All of these evil human beings within places of power are being overthrown. All thanks to Rudolph. And all they have I, to do is wait gotta, to the special day. I gotta push. I gotta push a little bit back on that. Not not like in principle, but sort of in practice, I guess. In that, I think a lot of people would. You also run into problems where if you just kind of comes down and murders a bunch of people the world just collapses because all the people in charge are no longer in charge for the most part okay but the world no, is going to collapse remember the stakes here are that we have to destroy yeah, this oh, thing, not that this is unsalvageable I thought you were saying this has already happened no no this is like an ongoing oh, no, thing no, no, no. like this it happens so here's yeah like here's every my Christmas thought, he comes right, in and that just the, the Christmas that didn't happen was like you know 11-ish years ago right <laughs> Then Christmas kept happening, but it was weaker. Then last year, Rudolph killed Santa and has been mounting this invasion since then. So from the perspective of people across the world, Christmas has stopped for like a year, maybe two Do years. they know about Rudolph? Now that's why Hermie goes to the North Pole. I don't think they do. I don't think like the people of continental <laughs> America know about Rudolph. Okay. So Hermie, so, um, so Hermie, seeing that Christmas has stopped once again is like, I gotta go figure this out. So he takes a trip to the North Pole. Yeah. Sees that there's Kate, like, like it's just gone. So it's gotta be and more learns about than just like going up there. Like you don't just walk up there, right? So original timeline Hermes. He has a selfless motivation. He wants to become a dentist. He wants to uh, like like he wants to help other people in this way to give them good dental hygiene. It, it's a very selfless motivation, right? In fact. It's so selfless. Yeah. Yeah. He's willing to give up what like he he wants to push back against what people say. This is what you have to be in to order to give them the life that they should live. Right? It's a selfless thing. This is a selfish Hermes. Yeah. He wants to be an elf. Mm. He thinks that like he can Ooh. fix things if only he was the elf. He's not going there 
just to be like, oh, I'm curious. He's going oh. because he's got this idea in his head that I'm the hero of this story. I'll fix it. In the end, though, because of these the dreams one... from the other timeline. Yes, but or in, in reality, part because of that. Well, in throughout the curse of the story, he becomes kind of a good elf in the sense that he realizes that he has to destroy his world in service of the better. Uh, world. This is this is something I'm not entirely sure. How does this? Are they trying to fix a timeline or destroy it? Okay, that's a good point. Um, I guess we need and then to decide. How do they destroy the timeline? Who? Well, okay, maybe. He has to go back in time and set things right by, like, altering the timeline, thus making it so that this version of him doesn't exist, but also the good version of the timeline. I don't know. Man, well, I, don't I guess know that's Hermes would want that. Timeline, so you have to go back in time and erase something. But I don't know that Hermes would want that at the beginning of the movie. But the idea is he has to grow but as a But to say right? I'm willing to destroy everything, I feel like, oh, man. So if it's just a bunch of timelines exist simultaneously, and he should destroy this one, I think that doesn't actually track. No, I think I it has to be this timeline has overwritten the good one, like the good one. Currently oh, I exist, see. Okay, so to... then like the dreams. Like we're not playing with parallel from... universes. We're saying there's one timeline. Yeah. Yeah, but there was a way. There's a singularity. Like he the has Oracle, to or if we're cutting the Oracle. Okay. Yeah. He has to flashpoint the universe. Flashpoint the universe. Okay, <laughs> I could get behind that. It because that would be interesting sure. if, but also in this alternate timeline, he is a human who wants to become an elf. In, in the main timeline, he's an elf who wants to become a dentist. <laughs> like that, it, one is can stay yeah. an elf. The other one, he wants to become an elf. So this isn't like a grounded time travel thing. This is like you have to use the magic father time orb and rewrite reality. I think. And so it's not like, like, you don't have to think about the fact that there's no physical way for him to be an elf in the past. Unless he's just, he just could like, be. already really short with a huge head. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> like, this is just sort of a weird physical stature he's had, and he always like, I'm supposed to be an elf, because I have the body proportions of an elf. I, I don't know. Oh, well... I, I mean, honestly, maybe I he was picked on that. because he's a okay. Bitch. No way. There's something there actually. Like he physically looks like he like is an elf, elf physically. Maybe he but, is like, an elf, he but he grew up in America. He looks like an elf. Maybe that's it. Maybe he just looks like an elf. Okay, okay I'm gonna throw another idea out there to to kind of help. Then we can use the same. I'm gonna, give, I'm gonna give some assistance with this. So, Father Time no. and the Abominable Snowman for me are like the key big game players here even though you have our darth reindeer uh who is going out there and tearing things up it's really the puppet masters that are controlling things right and in this case like sidious is uh the abominable sidious uh i'm thinking what if because maybe this isn't the first instance the timeline has been shifted away from this version of santa and maybe the timeline has shifted so uh -huh. much that Hermes has become a human. Like, each time it resets, things change a little bit. To the point where... So who's yeah, been messing so with Yeah, so the time? point that each time it's changed, like, things keep shifting and tweaking and tweaking. So he was, at one point, Hermes the elf. But now he is Hermes the dentist who wants to become an elf. Oh, shit. So Guys, the Abominable that's so Snowman good. keeps rewriting time so he wins? Yeah, like, well, I'm just saying the timeline keeps oh, getting rewritten. And so when we see the story, the question isn't, okay, the previous timeline was the original one. In their head, think about it like this, The Matrix, right? I know I'm coming to The Matrix, but God, hear me out. They think 
This is the is first it actually time the Matrix this time or is it Tron? Mate, no, no, this is the Matrix this time. This is Matrix. Because this is actually, it's actually Johnny Matrix. It's Johnny Matrix. But no, because in the Matrix, they think that this is the first time doing it. In reality, when they talk to the architect, it's the seventh time that they've actually gone through and done this. Humanity has gone through this struggle seven times. It's the same thing with this. They've gone through this struggle so many times, the timeline has kept shifting in little bits to the point where now, where the original Hermes, his motivation was such that he wants to become a dentist. It's shifted so much that he's a human dentist who wants to become an mm. elf. And everything has shifted away. Maybe. So in little chunks. And so when he finds that out, yeah. you realize, and the audience realizes, and the character realizes, oh my gosh, we have strayed so far from our trajectory. Okay, I can get behind this with one with one question. Okay. How how yeah. has the timeline been changed so many times previously, and how is that different from this time? I've got it. I've got the answer. Okay. So it's kind of yeah. twofold. One, father time is going to be incredibly important to this. I think every time the timeline resets, it's because um, the Abominable Sidious and Darth Reindeer both find the <laughs> both they, they get to um, the uh, 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 Father Time. They get to Father Time, and then it's in their best interest to say, okay, to create the most just like world, we need to go back in time to like. Uh, to go before uh, Santa had his his way with the world, right? And we need to start justice anew. But each time they do that, okay, Father but hold Time... Hold on a second, hold on a second, guys. I got a quick... Hold on, hold on. Before you go, let me, let me just finish this out. Let me just finish this out, and then and then it's all you. I just got to okay. finish this out. So, they and, and Father Time, yeah. I don't think, wants this, right? This is against what he would want. And so each time, he tries to alter it a little bit to try and change it. Like, he can't fully change it... Um, he, he, he just changes it enough to reset it uh, in the past, mm. but each time this will always come, and he, and, and he keeps shifting it, trying to pull it away from them, but they keep coming closer. And so that's why the timelines okay, physically so are changing. And They have him in some or, sort of a grip, but he is paving the way or subtly. It's for inevitable in the timelines, the way that they always play out, it's inevitable Father Time will be captured, and that the timeline will reset, all alter just a little bit. And his seed that he's planted each time in several key characters from the original Rudolph movie is to try and get them to eventually meet up and stop them. Specifically, Yukon Cornelius and Hermes. You really like Yukon Cornelius. I freaking love it. So, okay, I just had to put that off here. That's my thought. Yeah, something sort of unrelated. You know what? We should probably finish this. Well, I got... I'm just going to say this real fast. Something that we've kind of okay. gone with here is that the abominable, snow, the abominable Snowman is the big bad guy when kind of the whole point of his character in the movie was that he was just misunderstood. <laughs> yeah, but keep in mind that's all of these characters. The Misfit Toys, Rudolph, him. But the idea is if there's no one there to actually seek to understand them, they go to their own worst tendencies. Right. right. Because it was still, in a lot of ways, Hermie and Yukon that were able to... Really, it was Yukon that kind of was able to connect with the Abominable Snowman and make oh. a friend. Oh. Oh. You're oh. right. Okay. Okay. That's a key thing. But that only happened mind. because of Hermie. This works still. Okay. I think, guys... And I we think... haven't messed with the themes of the story. The original story. <laughs> guys! I, I really... Why does this work? I'm really a fan of this. So, 
Yeah. I feel like I'm not missing this... anything, am I? No. I think let's just roll with this because I think we are on a really good train here, guys. So Hell yeah. The timeline yeah. has been reset a bunch of times. It's inevitable Father Time will be captured and he will reset the timeline. And he has planted these seeds and both Hermes, who is now a human, and Yukon Cornelius, who and what? I guess first, who is Yukon Cornelius in this timeline that he meets up with Hermes? And what Wait, is he hold doing? On. Wait, hold on. I noticed a flaw. I, think... I noticed a wrinkle. Oh. The wrinkle we've got a wrinkle the, the wrinkle we've got is that this only this stuff only kicked off in the first place because Hermie wasn't there. For Rudolph and to meet Cornelius and then to get him to meet the abominable snowman. If the point is the the abominable snowman met up with the now alone and um, feralized Rudolph. There's got to be some reason why Hermie wasn't there. In a or or time why reset. this didn't happen in the original timeline. Yeah, because in the original timeline, yeah. everybody becomes like good friends by the end of the story. And that happens or, over the course of a couple of days. Or I guess the question is... Is there somebody in the original stories that's kind of left out in the cold? Can it be one of the reindeers that's picking on Rudolph and like in the background didn't accept him or something that kind of messed it up the first time? Okay, but is the timeline we know as the original movie actually the original timeline? Or is it the timeline they create at the oh, end of the movie? good point! Maybe the movie we maybe, see is the maybe. true Here's timeline. Here's the thing. Oh, my God. The, oh. the movie we've seen is the only version with the good Abominable Snowman. It might even be that the Abominable Snowman, if things are changing subtly, is was just a human warlock. And, like, every time he changes time, he becomes oh a bit gosh. more Dude, animalistic. this is amazing. I'm and like... then the final timeline is Hermes and Elf there and just, hold on. I love that. This becomes, like, a prequel. Oh my gosh, this is the hypest thing ever. I've been yeah, This is the making of Rudolph been... the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, but like in this dark And the saving of Christmas. This is like and the most And it still deletes meta... the current timeline. It's the most meta saving of Christmas ever because you have to literally kill the past. Yeah, I love this. Wait, guys, <laughs> we've got the, the tagline to the movie. You. Kill the past, save kill the it. future. Holy crap, guys! Wait, slay the past, but slay the <laughs> Slay the past! <laughs> I mean, we still got... So, our, this, this doesn't quite work, then, as well, if Hermes having dreams of he's the having future, d- but he's having dreams yeah, of the past not. timeline, so, like, true. we gotta cut that bit. But if the... I well, mean, maybe... Yeah. That's fair. So he wasn't in Oh, Elf wait, but before. no, but the whole point is that stuff's so shifted. Him being an so no, 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 yeah, you're right. Timeline. No, it has to be that this okay we we just have to accept that in the time okay, travel I, is rough guys it is but it's also this is I, a hard thing to work out because it's always hard let's just accept that for some reason the timeline for the, the movie timeline is the first timeline i think we have to go back on that because you're right it, it shifts away from that and it needs to go back to it for whatever reason the timeline okay. changed we can't we don't know and let's just accept that it has right maybe oh no here's here's what it is okay and we can still keep the original movie as the end timeline yukon cornelius is successful in stopping the abominable snowman and rudolph in all the timelines which is why they rely on father time to reset the timeline to try again okay okay so the abominable but we still snowman have the problem of hermy uh, we still in have, the previous timeline but we still have the problem of right. hermy wanting to be an elf 
and that being related to the original somehow. Okay, okay. We're, we're, let's not get caught in the weeds. Time travel is best understood no. when you don't understand it. So let's just accept. True, what we've, I guess. I feel like we we have yeah we have some, some good stuff here. I don't want to like lose it because we're getting caught up in the time travel parts. Let's yeah. just maybe just accept some fudging of. Oh, guys, the you, well, we're gonna have to fudge a little bit, especially because we're not we don't we're not gonna spend the time to like completely yeah. work all the kinks out of this little bit. Yeah. Just because that that'll be ours by itself, yeah. probably, or could very easily be. So, like, we can roll with this idea that the the original movie, Rudolph movie, is sort of the original timeline, and it happens first, gets screwed up somewhere along the way, leading to the situation of resetting time back to before then, and Hermie yeah. not being there, not saving them, which starts off this whole series sure. of timelines, and it is also then. The capstone, the end. Right. I, okay. Also, we logic, that for, so, for logic's let, let, sake, we also have to accept that the movie only exists as we've come up with it because, for some reason, the original story it takes a it takes a shift. Right. We just have to accept that the story takes yeah. a shift, and we're trying to go back to the story that we know. Right. That's so. So fair. something yeah. like the original story was the yeah. original timeline, and then a more perfect oh, version. Oh, guys, yeah. butterfly effect. Let me Hermie like trips and hits his head on a rock event, in oh. the original timeline or something. Butterfly no. effect type of thing. But that's kind of some already little nuance thing the... happens, and it kind of just. I sure. I, I don't yeah, think it matters that much. Yeah, I think we're already yeah. We're, we're we're good. Oh, we're good. Let, let me let me reset the events we have so far because I want us to have a really well plotted story. Good idea. Because I like this. Good idea. So Dude, much. I love so, this. Movie starts. Christmas is dead. <laughs> Such a good start. It hasn't happened in a year or two, right? And we have we have this dentist that grew up with fond memories of Christmas, and he thinks if only I could be one of Santa's elves, things would go better. So he goes on a trip to the North Pole, finds a ruined version of Santa's workshop, and through some messenger figures out what has happened and maybe he doesn't know his role in the original timeline he just knows this messenger says father time can fix it and it's not until they reach father time that he learns that he's kind of the key oh my god right um so father time can fix things he found out about what's happened to rudolph rudolph you know turned on santa some of the elves fought for santa some of the elves fought for rudolph and now rudolph and army of elves um the abominable snowman and misfit toys are using this justice list to get revenge upon the humans of the world, right? Then we have Hermie in the wilderness of the North Pole, and this is where I'm introducing a new idea. On his journey to Father Time, um, he meets Yukon Cornelius, who is still an explorer of the North Pole, but has become basically a hunter who tries to hunt down Rudolph, misfit toys, elves. He's trying to liberate the North Pole. He might have some vague idea something's going to happen to humans, uh, but he knows this is uh, the menace we're dealing okay. with. I was there ten years ago when Rudolph began his war. Uh, I I love that. That is actually perfect. I love this idea that Yukon Cornelius, as the timelines shift, has become this like winter like John Wick. Like he's like. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Like, it's such a cool like contrast too because he's like the he's like this almost like this unsung hero like he was he was trying to single-handedly take out this new evil in a way he is true justice mm. he's bad <laughs> what can we all... have him dress in all black in the pure white north pole 
It's the perfect camouflage. They'll never expect it. Oh, he probably should. That's a really good idea. He got the little. He's got little uh, little little horn things coming off of his uh, fur hat. A little nice. bit of a you know the goggles, but they're like yeah. in the Batman eye shape a little bit. The Yukon. <laughs> the Yukon. Really <laughs> okay, so Rudolph is gonna launch his attack on the Christmas Gordon. around the time they'd arrive at Father Time, right? So it's sort of a race in time to get to um, time for one reason or another. <laughs> but presumably, Rudolph wants or, or the abominable snowman wants to get to father time so what is that they, they there's kind of a double race to father time i assume um if we're going with this the abominable snowman knows to reset things to make them better is it okay so so here's the thing we have to work out do they want to reset things because something about their dispensation of justice fails does the abominable snowman have some like other greater plan that has nothing to do with this Rudolph thing. He's just using Rudolph as a pawn. And like when Rudolph is distracted by dealing out justice, the abominable snowman's doing something else. It with has to time. be. I think something like Ooh. that because the 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 abominable snowman, abominable Sidious. I'm gonna pull pull that one back out. He's he's clearly the puppet leader, puppet master, puppet master with the strings. And like he's he's got yeah. he's got some plan, right? And and. And I can also see it as, um, he had, he, okay, I guess two things. He has to, A, have a, a plan. He has to have an idea of what to do and what this will lead him to. Some form of justice. I think he's also out for justice in some way, but he's got some grander idea for it. And he's trying to achieve it through Father Time. And Father Time is obviously, um, preventing it by, in the last, by, by rewriting time to, you know, as as we know it, as we've talked about, right? I don't know <gasps> Guys, I got it. But yeah, um, yeah. Okay, go for it. I know what he wants. What is he? The want? abominable snowman was originally a bigfoot that got lost in the North Pole somehow, and he wants to get back to his verdant forests of North Dakota. Where's the Where's the bigfoot hotspot? Where's the bigfoot? <laughs> you know, I where's don't. Where's the hotspot for those bigfoot? There's, like, there's like there's like it's somewhere on the east coast but like yeah that's not, not the actual east coast North it's like, like inwards of california wait west coast not west not east coast west coast it's like inwards of california North it's like that's the coast well i know it's like like kind of inland not on the coast but it's like westward it's the north coast the one that okay. touches the uh the freaking ocean of Shut canada up, peter <laughs> canadian ocean <laughs> We're, we're jumping ahead a little bit to the future that we predicted in our first episode where the land masses have sunk and Canada has just become an ocean. That's true. Yes. Also celebrate your Christmas by going and listening to Reverse Archaeology, <laughs> the first episode of Pineapple Tea. And ignore the and crap playing with quality. Legos. Yes. Okay, wait. Okay. We're, we're, no, but, but I, I like this idea that what he wants is something very simple and mundane <clears throat> But in the I end, like but that... he has to go through these convoluted ways to get it. He just wants to go home. To the verdant forests, but he's been stuck there so long that he's become the abominable snowman. No, when really I, it can't be that foot. simple. I I don't like that at all. I, he's got to have no, some truthfully. I, like, I want him to be a bigfoot. Okay, 
that doesn't what is that, that doesn't do anything for the story because like, he wants to go way. back to okay that's such oh. a li- then he yeah, can just he can, go back guess what? he's got big feet use him to freaking walk across the snow trapped? man I don't know, okay? Not gonna happen, Fletcher. Veto. I just really like the idea of the abominable okay. snowman basically being a yeti, and yetis are basically just Bigfoot but ice. <laughs> okay, that... It doesn't want to for the story, and it, he has to have some sort of, like... Think about Is it, the like... the abominable snowman just frosty? Because I always wondered how he got the name... Well, I always wondered actually. how he got the name the abominable snowman. Because I always imagined, like, a snowman wandering around with, like, sharp carrots for teeth and not so like like tree trunks for arms rather than sticks you know and then that made me think of frosty but like serial killer frosty abominable in the the dictionary means um no he means the snowman bit the snowman bit the is snowman a, bits since I was very child, bad the snowman bit has always stuck in my brain as like why why snowman and I, I realize it's, it's because it's a man who looks who like lives, he's made like, of snow. Well, that no, well, like, like I, I always wondered why the abominable snowman was basically just like an icicle Bigfoot. Okay, but he's called the. I'm abominable just gonna snowman. throw this out there. Okay, I, we're this getting is not way us. off track because of this Fletcher. Like, this is not gonna help. That's this is fair. Not doing anything that is for very us. fair. Like we, we had so much momentum. I guess I wanted to tie in that other movie that's sort of part of the same universe. Nah. We gotta stick to what we. But what about so that far. snowman that does the intro? All right, sorry, I'm getting way off on the snowman. You're way but... off this tracks. Like, okay, what if? I'm just gonna throw this idea out here, and I don't know why it would have taken so many resets. We can figure out some of that logist- those logistics. What if the abominable snowman wants to replace Santa? Oh. <laughs> what if he's trying to create a timeline in which he not only has gotten rid of Santa, but nobody remembers it was any different, right? Like he can kill Santa in as many timelines as he wants, but he wants to replace him. Okay. Totally I, utterly, I like that because what I want from, cause that in some ways competes with what that's Rudolph a lot of, wants. That's a and lot better. That's cause yeah. So cause he's like using yeah. Rudolph. He, for this he's tricked <laughs> Rudolph into thinking Santa is wrong. Whereas ultimately he wants so to be the, new he Santa. wants the power of Santa, right? He wants whatever Santa yeah. So Santa has some power. What does Santa? Well, I guess what is the power that he wants from Santa? The power to travel Santa across the world in the span powers. of he, hours and like he sees drop you when you're sleeping. And, yeah. He oh goes crap! Wait. Literally, Santa is a god. And Santa, no, yeah. Santa is uh, basically capital G God one night of the year. So he's able to kill mm. a god, but he is not yet able to become a god. And so he's trying Ooh. to... Because God's like... And so he's successfully reached that point. And he thought, the Imam Summon is like, okay, if I can kill Santa, I can become a god. No, it's not enough. Uh. So now he realizes, I have to kill Santa, and then I need to find Father Time to rewrite history to become the god that I have slain. Okay, so S- Santa's like this crucial fiber in the, the tapestry of yes. time, right? And you can't just pull Santa out or else the whole thing yes. comes apart. But you can slowly... Over every iteration, reweave the tapestry. Thread by thread. Such that you replace it, right? Ooh. Okay. So, basically, he uses Rudolph to get this army of elves who would never join him otherwise. And so then in every timeline, when Rudolph is thoroughly distracted, he uses some small portion of the army of elves that he needs uh, to overthrow Father Time and to once again reset the timeline, making slight alterations until ultimately he can become Santa. And then he builds the Matrix. Johnny Matrix. <laughs> and has awesome motorbike races. 
Okay, I'm all for that. So, and every time he resets the timeline, he gets slightly closer to his. Goal. And it's okay. So I'm a big fan of that because it it there's also this level of stakes that it because I don't know. It's really good because in some ways we can use that against uh, the abominable snowman because he's using uh, Rudolph the way that Santa would use him. Uh, but in this case, he's using it in the name yeah. of justice. And so this will lead to... A, so we can turn yeah, Rudolph will, against This will him. eventually lead to a, like a uh, fourth Oh, act, with the understanding that the Abominable like, Snowman isn't actually any different than Santa. He's just, like, got a nicer face. I, I mean... Or, like, no, is putting on a nicer face. He's just telling him what he wants to hear. But the truth is, obviously, he wants to become the very thing that Rudolph wants to destroy. The antithesis oh, yes. so of anti-justice. I guess I zoned out for a second there. Okay. Whoops. Oh, oh, hot take. This might be too complicated, but here's here's my idea, right? About halfway through the movie, they they get to Father Time at the same time that the Abominable Snowman and his horses have, and Hermie, relying on his own strength, completely and utterly fails, and the Abominable Snowman succeeds in resetting the timeline, like halfway through the movie. But Hermie Ooh. has been given some trinket by Father Time or something that allows him to remember the timeline that has just been replaced. And this time he realizes that what he really needs to do is get through to Rudolph Ooh. and show Rudolph what's happening. And then Rudolph can be the one to oh. stop the Abominable Snowman. Like, Hermie on his own can't, but Rudolph can't. And then when Rudolph stops the Abominable Snowman... And then Hermie Rudolph still use... saves Christmas! Okay, one alteration... In a much more violent manner. I got an alteration. So I was thinking this whole time, yep. what exactly is Hermes doing? What is Hermes doing? I understand almost everybody else but Hermes, and he's supposed to be our main character. So, yeah. alteration so, to that, what you were saying, and I think this might make it really good, if he already had those dreams, and if Father Time, if that already happened, and now we're, the movie is part two of that. So he has these dreams, he's a dentist, he's had these dreams and these, these, these kind of almost like visions, and he's like, what's going on? Like, what is this? I'm so confused. And that inspires him to go on this quest, to go up north and to see what's going on in the North Pole, right? And then he kind of gets swept up into this other world. So he, he goes on this quest. He, he meets up with Yukon Cornelius. He has these dreams. Cornelius somehow feels like he's attached to, to Hermes. And so they go together on this quest, right, to kind of try and stop um, uh, uh, Darth Reindeer and uh, Abominable Sidious. And... The ending, as he's trying to uh, like get to Rudolph, he realizes we've done this before. Like I know what I'm supposed to say. I've been dreaming about it my whole life. And okay, it, cool. But here's huh? the problem: they're at Father Time. Rudolph is in America, dispensing justice. Okay, so this is, I think, where we need to think about. We got to get Rudolph. I like your idea. We gotta to be get clear. Rudolph just, we need to back it. to. Uh, th- well, this is actually this would make sense. Or, or so, in the second runaround, in the second runaround, rather than. Um... But, okay, but this can't be too much of a second runaround again because no, we no. So let's we're right not gonna think about it like that, but we're gonna think about it like this. So if now Hermes and this actually is really good because we have the abominable Sidious who is on his way to go to Father Time. And you have Yukon, Cornelius, and Hermes who are there trying to stop him. The thing, and this is like, this is the way they're thinking about it with their freedom fighters is like, okay, we have one shot because this is when Darth Reindeer is going to be 
away. He's going to be thousands of miles south, down south, dispensing his justice across the Americas. Like, we have our opportunity. We can take out Sidious. But right as they're about to try and, like, do that, right, you then have, like, uh, you have Darth Reindeer come back and throw a wrench in their plans because in the same way that Hermes has sort of like this inclination of what to say and maybe some ideas of what to do, maybe Sidious has the same one for this time around. So where in the other timeline, Sidious would have sent uh, uh, Reindeer uh, away, Rudolph away to go dispense his justice and then they would never have had that opportunity to talk to Rudolph in his hubris, abominable Sidious, calls uh, Rudolph back. And so that allows them to have the opportunity, allows Hermes to have the opportunity to talk to uh, to Rudolph and, and talk him off the ledge and, and kind okay. of, in some ways, re-spark in his mind like what he really should be fighting for. Almost. Doesn't calling Almost. Rudolph back reveal Abominable Sidious's secret plan to Rudolph? The plan he doesn't want no, Rudolph to I, know that. I don't I, know. Maybe I'm, Rudolph is more. Here's, here's into... my problem with this: having, I don't, I don't have a problem with Rudolph coming back, sort of at like the right time or whatever. What I, the the bit I have a problem with though is, um, Abominable Sidious pulling him back. That feels way too convenient. Yeah. Can they use Father Time to summon Rudolph or somehow communicate? I like the idea Rudolph? that they did something earlier in the movie, like planted a bug in his ear in some way, and he goes way. And then he goes back to check on something. He's got to be like he's trying to outsmart because in some ways he knows what's coming. He knows what's coming with Hermes because even though, and, and I guess let's just say at this point in the story, like this is like the, the we're heading into like the, the, the fourth act, into the, like the, the fifth act climax. Um, the idea that this is the second go around of this is becoming more apparent to the characters, right? Maybe... Hermes has realized this and is mm. saying this to Yukon Cornelius. Is like, I think I know what's happening. I think I know what's going on. Well, at the same time, we re- we can find out and it kind of infer that um, Abominable Sidious is realizing the same thing, right? So he's also making alterations okay. to his plans. He's not going to follow things exactly the same because this is not some stoop who's going to get duped again, right? He's going to... I totally agree. Well, okay, Here's my things. thing. My thing is I want Herm and or Yukon Cornelius, to somehow be the driving force that pulls Rudolph back. Whether it was, like, earlier in the second go-around, they were able to, in some encounter, one of the probably more than one encounter they have with Darth Rudolph, they were able to plant a bug in his ear that gets him realizing, hey, I've been through this kind of, I've been through this before as well. And so he comes back to be like, you know, I need to see what this is about. Um, or something along those okay, lines. Okay, that's interesting. I, and so him I coming back is kind of unexpected I, for all of them, but it makes sense. Yeah, I have two thoughts. I want to make sure we address that as well, though, too. First of all, I just want to approve. I am okay with, you know, if we're showing glimpses of Hermie failing to stop Abominable Sidious throughout the movie, that could be a realization that humbles him, right? Yeah. And that makes him more oriented on how can, you know, other people can do it yeah. and I can't do it all, right? Second thing... You, you're talking as though Abominable Sidious doesn't all automatically remember the previous timelines. Are we going with that? I just assumed, since he's been the one using Father Time's powers to reset it, that he is perfectly aware oh, of it. Oh, okay. That. No, actually, so in my mind, it's it's everybody is sort of almost set back to the same baseline. Everybody but Father Time. 
So, okay, so just so uh, we're all on the same yeah, page. But if Abaldo Snowman's whole plan is to make subtle motions that are reweaving the tapestry of time, I feel like he has to... You, okay, that. that's you can do fair. a little bit of hand-wavy stuff where once he gets a hold of Father Time, he can see all the different timelines. I was still thinking about it like... Um, I, I kind of forgot about that part about it. So, okay, we could, we could not have it that way. I was just thinking in, um, in general, like, he would keep trying to get to Father Time and uh father time would like reset it back to try and like prevent the abominable snowman from achieving his goal and then it would like alter but no you're right he's trying to slowly but surely weave in him being santa so i i will rescind what i was saying about that so yeah he would fully know that's true well wouldn't that also then be more reason for uh abominable sidious to like since he's fully in control he doesn't necessarily need to hide the fact that he's trying to get to um, Father Time. Like his, but, he could. But I feel like that takes away from the fact that he's using. Well, yeah, Rudolph, he's using right? Rudolph, but like he doesn't need to Rudolph, say what his yeah. main goal is to say I'm going after Father Time. Like he doesn't need to say I'm actually. Like, he doesn't need to be Rudolph. I've been truthful for you for everything else, but this I'm going to lie to you. Like he could still pretend to. He's been lying to him the whole time, right? He's using him. He could still pretend but that what, he, his goal is something else. The way I was thinking about this is that. As soon as Rudolph goes to dispense his justice, he takes the small contingent. He doesn't need to tell Rudolph this part of his plans because he is not doing it until the very end. He takes a couple, like a small contingent, goes and does the thing. It doesn't matter if Rudolph knows because he's going and doing it while Rudolph is off doing his own thing. And it's just kind of like, it's like a five minute, five minute, quote unquote, five minute bit at the end that's tacked on. And he's resetting time anyway. He doesn't need to tell Rudolph about this part of his plan. Telling him about this part of his plan could undermine it and this could be one of the things yeah where rudolph realized hey this guy's been lying to me because he's been doing this thing behind my back i can get behind that let's roll with that that's a good idea maybe here's the thing so in the original not the original but in the previous timeline right um darth abominable sidious gives some like villain monologue about how rudolph's just a pawn or whatever um when they get to father time and hermie's been remembering those bits and pieces throughout the movie so they have some confrontation with rudolph where maybe Hermie and yukon get away like like barely get away alive um and it's it's the day before rudolph's siege on america oh. mm. and Hermie, based on his dreams like says something to rudolph mm-hmm. or yells mm-hmm. at him as he's escaping along the lines of right like you know the abominable snowman has a secret plan he doesn't have your best interest or hurt or whatever and we see this kind of negging at rudolph for the rest of the movie and he has a conversation with the abominable snowman where he can kind of tell the abominable snowman's lying to him so in the triumphant moment when the abominable snowman's about to use father time's powers to reset the timeline the shadow of rudolph looms over father time's tower and rudolph descends and it turns out that when abominable snowman snuck off from the army rudolph decided to go check that out instead okay i i would just want it to be a little less than Okay, I, I'm almost on board with that. I just feel the fact that these two enemies say, doubt the guy who's been guiding you this whole time, and then he starts doubting In, in my head, this convenient. caused him to like start remembering some stuff like the rest of them seem to be. I, I would, no, no, because only Hermes like it triggered a memory is and kind it, like, of remembering like, it. Wait, hold on. I would think only... Yeah, I want Hermes, Hermes to be a bit special in that regard. Because if we've been through a bunch of timelines and people can just kind of remember them, there is a question of, like, why hasn't anyone done anything yeah. about this? Like, oh. it has to I guess in my head Hermes. it was, like, Hermie react- Hermes remembering stuff 
and through his interactions and some things he says, he's able to like trigger some remem like half memories in some of the other people. Oh. Like enough that it caused Rudolph to go, Hold on. I need to see about this for myself. I don't know. This Actually, could be really important. Hold on. I've got another thought. So I feel like it's been a struggle trying to get Rudolph to come to Father Time, uh, like naturally. What if because that's sort of like our pain point, we alter it a little bit because if Hermes has failed at when, when they get to follow the time, maybe Hermes approach this time isn't to try and maybe they're, let's just say Hermes and um, Yukon and their freedom fighters, they have a plan. They, they've got this thing set up and they're like, Yukon's like, you ready? We're going to go march into where, um, the abominable Sidious is, and we're going to stop him just before he can mess with Fallen Time again. We need to do it. This is our moment. And then Hermes stops and yep. thinks about it. And he's thinking about his dreams that he's had for his whole life. He thinks about his memories, and he says, no, we're looking in the wrong place. We're trying to stop. We, we, we can't stop the abominable Sidious there we can't stop him his heart is too cold but we need to stop we need to go to someone whose heart can be warmed we need to go back to rudolph and so then it takes a turn it's not just them going to stop uh sidious because they know that they'll fail it's them changing their plan and going to stop rudolph before he can go on his justice rampage change his heart and then those three go as a team to defeat sidious Okay, I have one thought. I like this plan. Um, my, my thing is, my understanding is, the moment Hermie finds out about... He, so he's been having dreams with this previous timeline, and that makes him think these events have happened before. But the moment that Hermie finds out about the original timeline, and that he was an elf in this better timeline, was when he meets Father Time. In, at least in my mind, since we cut the Oracle bit. So now we have Hermie making a lot of really informed decisions about what but before that confrontation could even happen okay right so i i feel like i want to pull back a little bit on some of that just because hear me out. i feel like what is I, I think what's more what's more of a compelling story is not so much that he has these answers and he's going to follow what these answers are it should be he has glimpses of what the past was and his goal okay. is not to just follow the instructions. He has to decipher what the right thing to do is, right? And I think this would lean into, he wants to become an elf. What do elves, what are elves, right? They they are, and what are elves in the main movie? They, he, he embodies are you like, thinking, like I'm imagining like flashbacks of him and Rudolph playing in the woods as kids kind of a thing? Is something? No, not necessarily. But he's, he's trying to wrestle in his own mind. Hermes wrestling in his own mind. Well, what would an elf do? What would an elf that's trying to help like the real Santa, okay. like, what do they represent? He wants to try and go and inspire uh, Rudolph to like change his ways. Not because of what like a dream is telling him to do. He doesn't know. Like This is the thing. I think the whole thing is it shouldn't just be a blueprint. He needs to inform. Okay. He needs to basically guess and effectively be like like literally just like i need to like i need to make this call like i've had these dreams i don't know what they mean i don't know the answer but this is what i think is the right call like this is what i think the right answer is right and so okay. his solution is to then go to rudolph and change rudolph's heart 
And are the dreams then the only way that he finds out that Abominable Snowman's plan is to go to I, I would think so. I would say his dreams are, are glimpses of the past, right? They're not a solution to the future. And so he gets to he gets to he gets this opportunity to think about how can he change the future based on his mistakes of the past and he has to make his yeah. decision and his decision isn't to repeat the but, mistake it's to try and find a new solution which is rescue the heart of rudolph okay here's here's a thought too if that's how the movie goes right where he convinces rudolph to see the light and they go after the bomb snowman together and defeat him at father time's tower or whatever Maybe Rudolph's the one to reset to the new timeline. And in this timeline, he knows for things to go right. He needs to have this this dentist alongside him, this dentist who has become a good elf. And Rudolph creates him in the new timeline as an elf precisely for Oh that. my gosh, you're right. And then Rudolph can have this like God moment where he's like almost like crafting the universe. This is like what the power of Santa, right? Like it is what the... And this twist fate of irony, right? the abominable city is loses this chance to become this god and in that moment rudolph gets that chance and what does he choose he creates the timeline the true timeline that is the movie where he gets a friend in herm yes and saves christmas and yes and it's easier for him to do because he's not replacing Santa. He is restoring he's, the original Which is Santa, right? so justice! Instead of reweaving a thread, he's replacing And it's the justice he always wanted! Ultimate justice. It is the justice by making a good Santa and giving him a, a good moral compass. Giving him a friend. Giving him what this friend always wanted. Because he still okay, gets to correct of... Santa. Yeah. And Santa's not, like, a jerk. He still corrects... Oh, that's so good. So we get some, some, like, I love strong this. start, some arguing in the middle, but we really come I love this. Thing. I like this. This is amazing. I want to watch okay. this. I, I cannot. I want this I'm to I'm telling you guys, I cannot wait to go back and listen to this episode in, like, a week and a half or whatever. Yeah. We'll put some Christmas music Holy on Holy crap. It. I think we'd start with a scene, and I don't want to do scene by scene for everything, but for, for the start a scene of some of these dreams right and then our dentist man wakes up and he's in a world where christmas is dead and he's just a dentist and he thinks he could do it better so he launches a trip to the north yes and and first before that i think you would have him uh being a dentist kind of living his life uh you get to kind of get a a feel for the world that he's in and you get to uh hear his dreary it's dark yeah it's it's dark and you get to kind of see his concerns the Christmas cheer is gone. Everybody's just sad because it's cold, so cold all the time. So cold. With nothing to look forward to. No Yuletime joy and spirit. No Mariah Carey. He doesn't want a lot for Christmas, but there is just one thing he needs, and that is to reset the timeline. The the barren feel of most claymation backgrounds would really help the tone here as opposed to everything. <laughs> Actually, yeah. It does. So he goes to the North Pole, and when he gets there, what he finds is the barren tundra and on it, a ruined castle. This is also where he meets your boy and freedom fighter, Yukon Cornelius. Hermes and Cornelius, they go to the new main base of uh, Darth Reindeer and uh, Abominable Sidious. And that's where they kind of find out Sidious's plan when they kind of sneak up on and spy on him. As they're spying on them, that's when they kind of, they get caught almost. And so, like, Sidious goes, what was that? And then 
they look into like the vent that they're hiding in and then they have to book it out of there and now Rudolph <laughs> is after them. And this is where they yeah, this is where uh, Rudolph and um, Hermes and Yukon interact for the first time in this sort of life and death chase trying to escape Rudolph. And they now know about the father time plot laid by the abominable snowman. So they know now, now know to go to the, the tower. No, which they aren't their gonna plan do, A to is to now go to the tower. So they escape Rudolph yeah. barely with their lives. And they also get a sense for Rudolph, the fact that he is a he wants justice. Uh, you kind of get a sense for his backstory here. Uh, and then Rudolph lets them go. This is his choice to let them go. They're on his they don't deserve justice list. He touches his antlers to their forehead and looks into their soul and finds them worthy. He's worthy. And we so, are not pure. Her hearts. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So then Yukon Cornelius and Hermes meet back up with Yukon uh, Cornelius' freedom fighters and they formulate a plan based on some of the dreams which Yukon uh, Cornelius vouching for Hermes, they can all agree that uh, he's leading them on the right path. Like, and, and you know, obviously Hermes is conflicted in his head and his heart about what to do, but they first, they, they decide, okay, we have to stop Abombo Sidious. Like, we know generally that uh, the Americas are going to be attacked by, by Darth Reindeer, and this is our chance. And as they're getting their strike force ready, Yukon, uh, they're at the bar. Yukon and Hermes are sitting there. Hermes is disheveled. He's like, <sighs> he just pounds back a drink, and 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 Yukon goes, "Hey, uh, how how you feeling, buddy? How you feeling about this?" And he, and and, and uh, Hermes is like, "Man, I don't know. Like my dreams, they, I don't know if I'm making the right choice." And and Yukon is like, "I followed you now. I I trust you. I whatever you decide, I'll go with you all the way. We're we're brothers." And and Hermes is like, <laughs> "I, my dreams, they're not." giving me a direct answer. I don't know what to, to do, but in my heart, after our encounter with Rudolph, he's, he's a broken soul, Cornelius. He, he's lost. And I feel like if we can get to his heart, we might be able to, to, save, to save Christmas. Cornelius puts his arm around his shoulders, around Hermes' shoulders and says, brother, I'm with you. To the end of Christmas. Whatever you decide, I'll do with you. And Hermes <laughs> says, Okay, we're gonna go save Rudolph. We're gonna go defeat Abominable Sidious. And we're gonna go save Christmas. And so the strike force, as they leave on their march to defeat Sidious, these two handsome boys, they go on their way south, going back to confront reindeer man boy rudolph <laughs> and so on there this is kind of leading into act four rudolph is about to make his attack and he gets stopped by these two heroes uh and they they have maybe this conflict right they fight again and this is kind of round two and yukon cornelius is a badass he's going nuts and while he's trying to to, to distract the firepower that is Rudolph, Yukon is taking the, the bullets and he's taking the brawn, but then you have Hermes who's trying to reach to his heart. He's trying to shoot 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 an arrow right to his heart. The true message of Christmas. And 
while they're fighting and while uh, Rudolph is almost enraged by how much the, the spirit of Christmas is, is bubbling inside of Hermes, it starts to change Rudolph and it starts to make Rudolph uh, kind of envious and he wants that. It's not so much that Rudolph agrees with him right away, but Rudolph has his own army, so he sends his army right away too. And he says, look, if you guys are wrong, I've got nothing to lose. I'll just kill you guys and go on my way. But so then they team up and then they go out to confront uh, Abomblosidious, which is where the final confrontation happens, where uh, the truth is revealed that Sidious was playing Darth Reindeer this whole time, and that in reality, Darth Reindeer has been a pawn, not working for justice, but working as blind justice, not true justice. Sidious has been using him not to kill Santa, but to become Santa, take the power of a god in his hand. And this leads to a massive fight between Rudolph and the Abominable Snowman. Abominable Snowman loses. Just as he loses, the power to become Santa is bestowed upon Rudolph. He takes that from the Abominable Snowman. And in that moment to become Santa, that to become a god, he resets the timeline. Wait, sorry, is he getting Santa powers or is he just using whatever mechanism was going to be used to... It's a little fuzzy. I'm calling it... I think he should just be used... I was imagining there's a time Let's warp. Let's just say time warp. Right. You're right. So he uses a time warp. And in this time warp he has... But I, I think he has to have some sort of heightened power to adjust it in this way. Sorry, it's a time orb. It's a like time orb. orb. You're right. It's, it's not a, a time warp. It's a time orb. And so in the orb, he it's adjusts things so that this dentist, human dentist who wanted to become an elf, becomes an elf who wants to become a dentist so that he can be what Rudolph really needed the whole time, a true friend to lead him on the right path to Christmas. Creating the Christmas classic you know, which really means without our movie, you wouldn't have the movie that you <laughs> Hell <know>. yeah. <laughs> okay, I feel kind of sad because I took over that recap. Um, no, dude, you were doing a great no, okay, job. Though. You it were was... rolling, we were just going to let you go. Okay, cool. It was an excellent recap, and it was also, it, this is one of my favorite episodes. I had oh, so yeah. much fun, guys. Oh, yeah. I This was the first episode where we actually incorporated an IP of somebody else. We've pretty much just come up with <laughs> stuff on the fly. And <laughs> it's... Yeah, one of the advantages to a creative writing podcast is that we could just be like, we're going to write a Batman movie, and nobody is going to sue us. Guys, this was one that. of our longest episodes, and also one of our best. I This was so good. Like, I don't know, I had so much I'm, fun. I love this. Dude, this started out on such a high point of, oh my yeah, oh gosh, my... this is awesome. And it never, it just kept going. In all my favorite podcasts, they spend the last five minutes talking about how great the podcast <laughs> True. is. <laughs> all good podcasts spend time reflecting on how great they were. I had a lot of fun with this. That's all I'll say. And, and that's kind of like really the point of why I we were doing too. this. Just to have fun. It is fun. It is fun. It just makes the story process exciting. And like we did something. Like again, like guys, we just came together and made a thing. Like I just so much fun to make mm -hmm. a thing. Merry Christmas, our loyal listeners. Yeah, Merry Christmas. God bless you, everyone. God bless everyone. everyone. That's a great sign off. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, we have to have a real sign off. Oh, but before we sign off, make sure you check us out on social media. Um, we have in the future more posts coming to alert you of, uh, you know, that we exist. Haha, <laughs> because we don't, we're not really good at it, but we're going to get better. Um, so make sure you keep Expect some out. actual advertising. 
Exactly. Some real advertising, some real, not just advertising, but just some real activity. We're just going to call it activity because I feel like advertising is yep. like, like too corporate for it's what engagement. we're doing. We're engaging. We're engaging with our, we're engaging. our people. <laughs> so keep a lookout for that on, on Instagram, on Twitter, and Reddit? No. TikTok. Uh, that's the one. So, yeah. <laughs> That's that's this has been pineapple juice guys. Hope you've enjoyed. Um sign off. We need a Merry sign Christmas, off. Merry Christmas everybody. But that, that's a Christmas sign off. But what's like what would be like our main sign off? We okay, can worry this about is the that Christmas later. episode. We can okay. use the Christmas sign. This off. has been pineapple Drink juice. Drink some eggnog and make good cheer. Enjoy festive activity. Yeah. All right. Just yeah. Cut, cut Merry, cut Merry Christmas, Christmas and a Happy New Year, people. Bye, guys. Merry Christmas. Happy New Happy Year. Happy New Year. Bye, guys. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Ho, 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 ho.